Good afternoon from Northern California. It's a wet, rainy day today. And I'm having my second cup of tea. And I'm going to talk about Jenny Holzer today of the 50 Women in 50 Artists, or 50 Women Artists in 50 Days. This is Jenny Holzer, and she's a conceptual artist as well. The conceptual use of written language lies at the heart of the work of the American artist Jenny Holzer. From the beginning, her aim was to convey messages, especially in public spaces. The artist sees herself as a, quote, speaker who makes private fears public, end quote. She was born in 1950 in uh, Ohio, and she's still alive. She lives and works in New York. And my, this is the end of this coffee maker. <laughs> but I do have one that I got for my birthday from my son. And it doesn't look like, oh, it's because it's reading that it doesn't have enough water here in the I was trying to run it down so I could, I could start the new one. So let me just finish this tea here with, let's see if it's, oh, we'll finish there. Finish its cycle, maybe it was finished. Oh wow, okay. So Ginny Holzer, I'm gonna put a little bit of honey in my tea first off. Can you hear the heater going today? It's in the low 40 degrees Fahrenheit here, and I've got a hat and a scarf and a little fleece jacket on inside the house. I was going to do some dishes, and then I thought, no, let's get let's get the uh, let's get the reading done before I get too tired in the nighttime again. <laughs> like the last one sounded like I was about ready to drift off. Mm because I was doing it like at 2 in the morning or something. <laughs> okay, it's gloomy out, but it's a lovely day to be inside doing chores like dishes and reading about art and artists. And now I have a tea, a peppermint tea with honey. Let's see, Jenny Holzer. At the end of the 1970s, Jenny Holzer started a collection of aphorisms and everyday sayings. Throughout the entire city of New York, you could find examples of her so-called truisms. You are the victim of the rules by which you live, and fear paralyzes more than anything could be than fear paralyzes more than anything could be read on advertisement hoardings, railroad cars and road signs and flyers. In inflammatory essays, 1979 to 1982, Living, 1982 to 19, or 1980 to 82, and Survival, 1983-85, were there followed further language series inspired in some cases by the writings of politicians and philosophers. You know what? I thought, think I read this before already. Hmm. Well, let me just see. Maybe it's just because I understand. I, I've heard of her before. Maybe that's possible. 
1982, Holzer achieved her real artistic breakthrough when she executed her first work on an electronic neon sign in Times Square in New York. Times Square in New York. Surrounded by the multiplicity of advertising surfaces, which means, sorry, not which, yes, whose means of representation she uses, she attempted to disturb readers for a moment in the middle of their everyday life and so encouraged them to reflect. On the advertising space, which changed constantly, there followed a succession of sentences which, when considered individually, appeared to be true, by which, when read in sequence, seemed questionable, in that they contradicted each other or canceled each other out. In her more recent light installations, Holzer used Xenon's, Xenon spotlights to project statements onto the walls of buildings, squares, or rivers, as in her Arno project for the biennial in Florence in 1996. For the retrospective in the Solomon R. Guggenheim Museum in New York in 1989 and 90, she installed over 300 of her messages in LED scrolling text in the rotunda of the building. Designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. And let me just go to an aside here. Mmm. Oh, it's so good. Nice hot tea. I've been in that museum and they have a picture here of the ceiling of it with her with her LED uh, things, her LED language, language and text going around and circling up to the top. It's quite in the museum if you've ever, if you're in New York, don't miss that museum. Just the actual architecture itself is worth going in to see. Mm. And it's really conducive to seeing art because it just is in a spiral and you can circle around and around and around and around as you go up or down to see the art on the walls. It's really amazing. Um, and I was going to say something else. Oh, about technology. You can see that, um, that the technology was taking off for conceptual artists during this time. And I have a problem with it somewhat, but it's all in its due time. I mean, everybody, conceptual art is conceptual art, and you use whatever mediums are out there. Just like now, there's all kinds of digital painting and digital everything, and and digital audio. We're doing audio things, and we're doing video, and it's all art. So I continue to paint, and I'll continue to sculpt with my hands. <laughs> Let's see what else. I have used mixed media. I have used other materials, though, in my work over time. And I do find that fun. Experimentation. So let's get back to the text. Um, so yes, this building was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. If you haven't, if you're not familiar with his work, he's um, actually, I think he was from our area, California. But go ahead and, I can't remember where he's from, but there's a lot, quite a few buildings by him in our area, here in the Bay Area. But look him up, good work. Additional messages were engraved on granite benches, 
that were arranged in a circle, creating a telling contrast to the immaterial transitoriness, transitoriness, let's <laughs> say that three times fast, of the electronic ticker tape. At, yeah, the ticker tape on our news cycles. At the same time, she also became the first woman to, re, to design the American Pavilion at the Biennial in Venice, 1990, who won the, the country prize, which won the country prize. In addition to language stereotypes, Jenny Holzer also works with texts that confront the observer with the explosive reality of our society. Da, u, from, sterben, bin ich, helbach. There were there where women die. I am wide awake. Was the title of the weekly magazine supplement of the Süddeutsch 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 Zeitung. That's the southern something of. I think it means the southern something of in German. Uh, she designed in 1993 to commemorate the war in Bosnia. Holzer had it printed in a mixture of blood and ink. Wow, I don't know that I've seen that. It was an outrageous attempt to draw attention to the rapes and sexually motivated killings in Bosnia. In addition to social and political themes, Holzer's works also draw on personal experience, such as the feelings of a mother in Mother and Child, 1990, and Oh, in 2001. So yes, she's a New York artist, basically. It says here on the sidebar, she enrolls as a student of painting at the Rhode Island School of Design in Providence in 75, which is when I was graduating from high school. Mm. So she knew what she wanted to do at a young age, because she's only seven years older than I am. And... Uh, she moves to New York in 77. Her work is shown in the form of aphorisms on a constantly changing advertising LED billboard in Times Square. In 82, we already went through that, holds her solo show at the Guggenheim in 89 and 90. And now she was, and she was awarded the Golden Lion at the Venice Biennial. So she's, she made her time in the, um, in the 90s, early 90s. And I will put the picture of the Guggenheim, inside of the Guggenheim, with her text in it on the, the photo here. And the next day we will talk about Mona Hatem, number 43 in our series. She was a Lebanon artist to Palestinian artists, our parents. Interesting. I can hardly wait to read about her. Thanks for listening. I hope all is going well for you, and happy Thanksgiving.